Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jerry in New York. I think Aaron Rodgers is really a terrible teammate. Reminds me of a guy bad-mouthing another receiver on his team because he felt like he wasn't getting enough passes. Yeah, I wasn't getting enough passes. What the hell you mean? They drafted me to give me the passes. They didn't draft me to yeah. stand around. Key, that Wayne Corbett was something else. Where the hell y'all dig that up from, man? Y'all yeah. unbelievable, boy. Play with. You couldn't. Y'all look to do anything to start Double. trouble about getting the football. They look to do anything. Unbelievable. Who's that? Well, if you knuckleheads were listening to the rejoin, then you would yeah. know. Max was arguing with me about something. He rejoined his not in my ear. They were talking about the receivers getting the football, and it reminded, it reminded me of them of another receiver, and they were talking about me, and then you said something about Wayne Corbett, oh. and then blah, blah, blah. And I told them they're, they are funny for putting that together to try to start trouble. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, huh? brought to you by Chase. What? Now programs out of my ear trouble. again. What's that? Said they love starting trouble. Nah, it's fine. It, no, it's it, great. It, what I love it. Is, Are you it's kidding it, me? All they were saying was I had such influence on receivers wanting the football, which is probably true. So, yeah. Oh, well. For sure. <laughs> you wouldn't, Jay, if you followed me and you was a receiver, there were some habits that I had that you may have wanted to duplicate. Such like as? <laughs> Catching a football. <laughs> Key invented catching. Do you understand before Key, no one caught the football? It was, it was the way I caught it, though. Uh, it was how I caught it gracefully, you know. <laughs> Should we hold it against Damian Lillard that he has not asked for a trade? Okay? This is, this is in other words, there's a lot of stuff like Kevin Durant. Boy, we hold it against him that he hops from team to team, right? But if we ask <laughs> the these guys. That, yeah. If we ask these guys to win a championship, this is definitely not my opinion, but this is a question I will pose. Are there those who feel that you can also hold it against someone who stays put and, and you know, stubbornly tries to win a championship where they are, even if it's obvious that they, they're not going to be able to get it done there? Jay. No, you, you bless him is what you do. You, right, Jay? You bless him. I, I, I you know... You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. That's why I, I, I try to tell people all the time when I rap with them on the phone or in person key, I'm like, do not just do stuff for the sake because the media wants you to do something. Like, oh, well, you, you, you got Do you, you really – do you think that, that players will do stuff just because of the media? I'm talking about top players. I, I, think, I think some guys get heavily influenced. I think some guys don't like the chirping really? from people. If someone has a burner account on social media, that to me tells me they care about – Media, whether it's the no, formal media or informal. No, media. I'm talking about whether to stay with a team or to leave to a team. That's what I was asking. I, I think a lot of I think a lot of young people find their happiness with what everybody else tells them their happiness is until they get to a certain point of life where they stop giving a damn. Like for me, frankly, like one of the things I love about Dame, I could care less what Bobby Marks had to say yesterday. I could care less what people will try to take him from team to team, or they get frustrated because he's pump making, or he's always talking about what other teams potentially look like. Like, if Dame has loyalty to, p- towards Portland, then I respect that. That's 
his decision with his career. Like he's from that area, born and raised around that. Like if that's what he wants to do with his career, then fine. Now, Key, wouldn't you say that given how long he has already spent there, he's proven that point that Jay is talking about, and at this point, like in other words, Dame will always get credit for staying put because he stayed put for so long. But at this point, before he's in decline where it's, that's not really Dame anymore, right? Before it becomes a Gary Payton or even a Jason Kidd thing, while he's still the great Damian Lillard, has he earned enough credit for staying there that now if he moves, people will understand? I think people would understand. I think people understand if he moved. They, people would welcome him moving. I don't think he would get backlash. Look, the only reason why Kevin Durant got in trouble with people like you, Max, is because he lost to a team that had won 70 games plus or whatever the number was. And at the same time, he joined a team that had won championships and all this. Right. And he was young still. Yeah. Had Kevin Durant done that at it was Dame's 10th year for Dame? What is it, like 10, 11 years? Yeah, for I mean, he's been in the league for a long time. If had Kevin Durant been in the league for 11 years, 10 years, 12 years, whatever, I don't think anybody said anything. I think, I think people I think would have been like, oh, yeah, it's that. cool. He needs to go get his ring. We're not saying anything about CP3, right? CP3 could go to every team for the next 10 years and keep trying, keep trying. But you know what the difference is with KD? I think when you see a a small point guard, right, on a team that's not quite enough, they just don't have enough around him. You're like, but KD, KD's a seven footer with every skill in the world and was on a team with lots of talent. Doesn't matter if he, again, when he did it, he was still young. He didn't stay there long enough. Dane's been in Portland his entire yeah, career. career. I do think that has something to so do with it. So if he yeah. leaves, people are going to be like, earn trust. You know, earn oh, trust. Good. It's good for him. People want to weigh in on the uh, most influential basketball players ever. Jason in Florida, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning, guys. Look, I agree. MJ for sure. The tongue out, step, the three pointer, AI with the crossover. I was killing fools in the park with that. Yo, but I got a, a couple of names, old heads. Dr. J and, like, Elgin Baylor, I mean, they were, like, the first ones to go to the hoop and dunk it right in your face and do all that jazz stuff. It was amazing. But also, guys, like, European players like Dirk or even Sabonis, they had the influence uh, The influence also. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. I mean, Sabonis, I mean, Chernobyl, yeah. look at Jokic, right? I mean, Dirk, I mean, look at the shots that other people hitting. I mean, it's like that fadeaway jump shot with the ball behind your back and the footwork, man, on the block. But I still think we are, like – most influential ever, ever. But like, see, so for me, ever means not only on the court, but you have to have people imitating, mimicking your style of play. Yeah, like kids, multiple people though. Kids. Do we do we not talk Elgin because we weren't around for that? I, I, mean, I can't. Doctor J. I mean, I, I was touched by Doctor J. I yeah, mean, I saw Doc do some dunking and some stuff to us, yeah. but you know, but you Elgin leads that, to Doctor J, who leads to Michael Jordan. I understand, but I don't think, for me, those two... I saw, obviously, I saw Dr. J at the end. I never saw Elgin Baylor, so I don't really know what his... So I let's never not talk about of film. all time. Let's talk about in our lifetimes of watching, right? Because then I'm it gets... I'm sorry, yeah. I can't. No, no, that's fine. Know, I think that's legit. It's not, that's legit. yeah. I'm I mean, not going to sit up here lie to you. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're, we're going to put you look at, Elgin aside, not because he doesn't deserve it, but because we just weren't around to see it. Think about it, though, and I'll take Steph for a minute. When you think about it, Everybody in the league, college, little kiddies, they want to be Steph. I have to tell my son, dude, seriously, what the hell are you doing? I totally agree. If there's one player who needs to be on it in terms of influence, Steph needs to be Everything on it. Everything I wanted to yeah. do, 
when I played basketball, was surrounded around Jordan. Jordan, Everything. right. That, that would be my I wore the, knee the other sleeve, guy. Nothing uh-huh. was wrong with my knee. I, I don't know. Yo, the three guys yeah, right. that are the three guys that are on the list. I, I don't understand. AI is in that same bucket, man. You no, think so? I, oh my God, Max. Yeah. As, as, as Steph and MJ. As, yes, absolutely. As a kid, I cannot tell you. And I, I played against AI. Yo, there were kids the same way you see kids now shooting the ball from half court. The same way you saw Everything kids was, back in the day with woo, their woo, woo, tongue woo. out. I have like, to admit, when I saw the Kobe on the list, who I thought was really derivative of Jordan, I thought, no, that should be either AI. Or either or magic you know, or AI bird when he was in you know, Georgetown, my, yeah. just the way people were dressing. Well, I was just about to say, oh, no, yeah. I was just, I was about, to, literally, it, you took it right out my mouth. I was about to say this before Jay said it. My daughter, Maya, thought she was AI. Yeah. Oh, I French braids, braids and all with that. the Reebok shoes. I'm like big old jersey. I'm like, come on, all of her homegirls that played hoop with her. They oh, all man. thought they was AI. That's why when you say you can't, it's hard to keep it on the court. It's the sneakers or the style or whatever it is seeps but onto the court that. because it means it it's, it strengthens the brand in the in the imagination Absolutely. of kids, and Absolutely. then they just want to imitate the player. Max, but I will even, tell you something too. Like as a guy who competed against this dude, like I'm six two, one ninety five. Like I'm a bigger guard, right? Like not in today's well, yeah, I mean, age, yeah, right? Yeah. But like during those times, like Chauncey, we would Bills, argue that Chauncey okay. Bills is a big guard. Like mm-hmm. I can run circles around you and Key, right? That's mm-hmm. this on the basketball court because you got that little size, you can do it. Well, I, I can move, man, and I can body your little ass. Well, Easily. yeah, I'll you're you a little like ass. the same size. Like I'm just saying, like, you and I are like the same. Yo, size. we can. Everybody can talk all that talk. When we on the court, I'm a different dude. So all I'm saying, when Ooh. you actually see AI <laughs> yeah. and you start understanding that that dude is six one, a buck seventy, yeah, and you start seeing the way he can move, like he didn't have the same frame as a Chauncey Billups or me, but you cannot stop him anywhere on the court, and he danced with the ball. It was like hip hop poetry, man. It was so different experiencing that. So. It's different. So order them. In terms of influence, Steph and mm-hmm. MJ Sometimes have to be on there. You know, people got a lot, like little little jokes here. What's that? No, I'm saying like sometimes you know people pop off with little jokes and then sometimes they still understand. But AI and so you talk about that. MJ obviously, Steph Curry. And then when you look at maybe who would be the who would be the fourth? Who's our fourth? So you got MJ, Steph Curry. We got MJ, AI, Steph. So those AI, two I think for sure. And Kobe, you have got, see. I would put LeBron over Kobe, or but you, you guys are arguing see, the that. See pro- the problem with the, How do you the, imitate this, the, like the problem. Well, there's no problem. Kobe, had, Kobe, and Michael Jordan. Everybody in Michael Jordan's era was trying to be Michael. Mm-hmm. So I got one. Everybody for you. was trying to be I Kobe. Got one for you. But you that's Here true. But that's the same thing as Michael. Nah, it it is, but okay. it's a different person. So just name another Laker. Kobe, uh, you have obviously. Uh, let me start again. MJ, Steph, AI. Then go Magic. Yeah, I think Magic. Go Magic Johnson. So, so the magic. magic influenced the game because everybody's trying to do the passes back in those times. Key, Me too. I was trying, trying to. Whoa. Magic. <laughs> Ma- See, to me, there are two for sure. Steph and MJ are, I mean, ob- the, the, the influence is so obvious you can't even really question it. Then it is, then the other two spots I'm saying to me are open. You're saying AI, no. Magic, who are the other are candidates? Open. AI is in there. You think AI is three no matter what? So who's four? Yeah. I, I, go, I, I magic. go magic. I still have a hard time with LeBron. I just because I have a hard time putting LeBron there. Yeah, because so you I put don't magic see. A, on I don't instead. see a duplicate. I don't see that. Let, let, Chris go, in Florida. Yeah. You're on KJM. Hey guys, how are you? What's, What's, What's up, Chris? You there? Hey, mm-hmm. um, I just had a uh, question on uh, one. He doesn't have the hoopla that everybody else gets, but. I've never understood why Kevin Garnett doesn't get the same influencer 
uh, title because, like, wasn't he really, like, the first seven-footer that could play out of the paint? And, like, he stretched the court. And besides the whole high school, uh, coming out of high school thing, but he's, like, the first, like, real seven-foot guy that didn't have to be on the block. No, he. I mean, look, KG deserves a lot of love. It's just hard to compare KG to the likes of the other names that we're talking about. I don't know, KG, like, I, here's another way to think about it. How has the game changed, and who was the person who, who you know, sparked the change? So you mentioned Dirk with the step back or different things that what? Europeans did to bring it into the game. He's just saying that when you think of the bigs and the way they play now compared to the way they used to play, Garnett was part of that. And I said I agree with that, but I don't know if that's for four of the Top most four, influential yeah. ever. Like, I agree with that. And like, that conversation never comes up. up. There's yeah. not a conversation saying that he, Kevin Garnett, this is the reason – this is yeah, if you had place. a top 10 or 20, you might include, but in the top four, the, there are not that many slots in the top four. And I'm sure yeah. we're missing who's somebody most, from the 60s. Who's most responsible for the European influence on the game, right? Because should that person be included in the list? Could DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook join forces and end up on the same team like a package deal? 888 say ESPN, Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, and joined now by Diana Rossini. In studio. What's up, guys? It is great to be here on a Wednesday. Usually I visit on a Thursday. What a difference a, d- a different day of the week makes in, in your overall vibe. I know we talk a lot on the show about what's the best day of the week. We've debated this, I feel like, for years now. But I'll take a Wednesday. Thursdays are, Thursdays are nice. I like a little hump day, though. Really? Okay. I've I never heard your energy before. level on a hump day, though. We need this. I know. Well, you guys needed a little juice this morning. I was listening earlier, but then I realized, I'm like, wait, something sounds a little different. Key's in studio today. <laughs> and what a difference. So it's good to have you here, Can we go back to Wednesdays for a second? <laughs> what is it about? I've ne- has anyone ever heard anyone like a Wednesday? I just feel like... It- even though it's the halfway mark, I'm on the positive side of the halfway. I feel like we're ah. closer to the weekend than we, and, well, we and probably are. And it's also, what are you getting ready to do? Are you continuing to work the rest of the week? Is your Wednesday really a Friday? Yeah, like see, what, in L.A. they take Friday off. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Wednesdays, Fridays. Well, Max just said it. When you're in L.A., Wednesday is almost yeah, they, like a they call it Friday light because yeah. everyone yeah. takes off on Thursday. There's nothing worse than really? when, when, yeah. you, when it's your Friday – and you're so you're just amped up and you're pumped up and it's, and it's a colleague's like Monday. I always feel so bad. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. It's my Friday. It's like, oh, it's my Monday. It's I like, don't. Ah. I dislike Wednesdays so much that I would run for office on a platform of making Wednesday a fa- increasing the work week by two hours 
a day okay. to take Wednesdays off. Wednesday's now Sunday. Yes. So that you get up on a Monday, you had a bender on a Sunday, no problem. Monday's now Thursday. Tuesday is basically Friday. Yep. Wednesday is Sunday, and then you do Thursday, Friday. This again. is but I mean, two, two, hours. two hours. So Monday, so you work. He calls this not work. Yeah, yeah, right. You go, instead, you know, of eight, instead of instead of an eight-hour work, hour work day, I like that he's taking time. I'm going to make y'all work, work more. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Same hours. Of, I'm not losing any not productivity. Work. I'm saying ten-hour work day instead of eight, but you get Wednesdays off. Mm. You're not signing up for that. I'm, I'm signing up for that. Yes. I, I like that attempt or, or the, the attack Let's break of the it week up. that way. Yes. Um, Just give me three-day weekend. No, I think Wednesday off is the key. It's work Tuesday, I, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, Friday. I'm sorry. Going back on the take here. No, we're not yeah, supposed to do that here weekend. on Sports Talk Radio. But I'm going back. I like what Jay said. Yeah, give, give me, me the th- weekend. There is such a difference between uh, having a Saturday and a Sunday and then just throwing one extra day. Uh, it feels like a week. That's right. One extra day on but, vacation feels like a week. Still, the start we of that week. That start of that week. If you didn't sleep on that night, that start, oh, that's hey, got to get through four days. For, for, for those driving into work, it's Wednesday, baby. You are almost there. That's right. the way we're going to attack. This week, DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, <laughs> because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we got here for a few minutes. I'm yeah, yeah, get sorry, sorry. We have her here. This always happens. Damn Wednesday. Are they gonna wind up in the here. same spot? No, they're gonna wind up in the same spot. Thank you, Max. Are D- is I'm sorry, is DeAndre Hopkins going <laughs> to wind up in the same spot as yeah, Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook as, proposed no, it, right? No, 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 no. I, I look. Anything could happen. You're talking about two high-priced veterans that, yeah, ideally would it be great to have them on the same roster, but I don't think this is a situation that would make sense or at least could actually work financially to get these guys both on the same team. Do I think teams are monitoring it? Yes, but let's take a look at DeAndre Hopkins' market right now. The only two teams in the running at this point, right, there's always some lurking that, you, you know, that, that don't always get reported, but right now it's the Titans and the Patriots, and – I haven't heard anything from the Patriots side of this of having interest in Dalvin Cook. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we know yeah. the Titans are, are set at the yeah, running back spot. I mean, yeah, I guess if you look at it that way, even even if you talk about Tennessee, you talk about the Pats, and then a quietly, let's say, a Miami likes Dalvin Cook, they don't need DeAndre Hopkins with the receiving crew that they have. What does he fit in? Yeah. So it, I, most likely, they won't, now that Die said, that they won't wind up in the same Man, spot. Man, I just think if you I get like them both, though. you can turn a team into a powerhouse. Like, if, if you yeah, have they, the other stuff in point, place. Though, Max, they want to get their money. Yeah, they're not trying yeah. to play the, the veteran at, minimum. Not at some point. That is the number okay, one. So right there now. You go. That is the reason, there right? You so, Dodger Hopkins not out here to just try to help a team win a Super Bowl. He wants to get paid. Get he that wants Odell a, money. He wants right. We, we've been talking about this for weeks. He wants that Odell money. Do I think he's going to get it? I, I don't think so in this market. I do think he's going to be able to get close though. With, with, with if they think build you can in, use him. Who, San Francisco Hopper, can use him. Dalvin Cook. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins, yeah. Yeah, I look, can the market change as we get closer to camp? Yeah, but I think there are the offers that are that are that have been made, or at least those initial ones, he's thinking them over. But but for now, the only ones that we can report are from these two teams. Because so. the money's already spent at this point? Is that the idea? Like teams have already spent the cap space? No, I, I don't even think it's financial. I think for some teams, they're, they feel that they're set in their positions. They have their number one guy. And look, who you know, there are some. Most teams that make sense. Have their number one guys mm-hmm. like like we would say right? Oh, he could go to Denver. Well, Denver got a slew of young receivers that they got to deal with. Oh, he can go to Minnesota. Well, Minnesota just drafted a receiver. I love him on the Giants. Well, that's Jefferson. why you wait because injuries can occur and also no. values go up. Right? No, the Den- Giants would be a good spot, and Denver would be going back to Denver. Denver would be a great team for Dalvin Cook. Right, yes. we know how Sean Payton likes to stack up those running backs. He likes to 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 have a bunch on his team. He cut. 
four of them three weeks ago, right? That's a space that they yeah. could they could use a player of Dalvin Cook's caliber, right? Because he still has a lot. But let well, well, factor in the money now. Yeah, well, how about the whole running back? They've market? spent. T- they've the Denver Broncos have spent the most guaranteed money than any team in the NFL. We talk about Sean Payton, Russell Wilson trying to. Uh, improve this year. I don't think this is a team attacking the season trying to improve. This is a team trying to win the Super Bowl. You, you're not going to be able to tell that head coach that, oh, you're here to just rebuild, fix this. No, 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 no. They're all in to try to get this. So Dalvin Cook would make a lot of sense, in my opinion, for him to line up in Denver. How about the whole running back market in general, though? Because Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. our situation with the Giants. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor's talking about, I'm not mm-hmm. sure about when my contract comes up. Like, what do you think about that, the market in general? I, I think it's just, it's changed. It's the reality. And, and as someone just covering it, I feel bad, right? Because there's so many running backs that contribute in such a big way on offense. I mean, Saquon Barkley is the face of the New York Giants. You go around the New York, New Jersey area, Guys are talking about, you know, fans talk about Saquon. They're, they're, they're not obsessed with Daniel Jones, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at, and, and by the way, let's put aside the, the superficial stuff of, of him being the face of it. His contributions on offense, when he plays, when he's healthy, um, you, could, you could argue he's 100% worth the money. We'll see if they're going to be able to come up with a long-term deal. But the Giants, they're, they're, from the sense I'm getting, they're in no hurry to try to come up with a long-term deal for Saquon. Dalvin Cook's one of those guys too. He's the difference maker. No, he was. Was yeah. He was he's he's. They he, lose the a little couple, quarter step. In he couple says seasons. He, he says this is the healthiest he's been too. Right. He's been yeah. dealing with that shoulder injury for the last few seasons. He got that fixed. So you could be talking about a Dalvin Cook coming to a season here where maybe he's got a little chip. He's going to try to prove, but also yeah. he could be healthy. No, that, that and that's true. That I'm just saying based on his early production, he was ridiculous, and he's still he's still good. But teams value him differently right now, especially when you are let go by a team that surely could use you in Minnesota, and they could have restructured, they could have done. Now when the guy's on the streets, people are like, well. Damaged goods. What, yeah. what is that? What does yeah. that mean? And, you know, going back, to, it just crossed my mind that you mentioned the 49ers at DeAndre Hopkins. That, Who's their quarterback? I mean, okay, I, Brock Purdy, yes. Okay, right? let's they, say they, it's Brock. Let's say it's Sam. Let's say it's Trey Lance. They got a QB. If we believe in Kyle Shanahan and what he's able to do with quarterbacks, they got one. But I'm looking at the receivers. You got Debo Samuel, who does everything. He's yep. not a receiver. Yep. He just does everything. He's a everything. hybrid, yep. Then Ayuk and a Jennings. McCaffrey. No, but he's that's a, running back. But, but he's, all, about, he's part of the about, passing game. I'm talking though. about the receiving <laughs> position. They're missing something. Is it that? It, but maybe the price is too high. Maybe they don't want to spend – an extra $15 million in that particular room mm-hmm. when they have Bosa coming up and they have guys on defense that they got to address contract-wise. But then no. it, makes, it makes you wonder, you know, with the Titans going after DeAndre Hopkins, what's their big-picture plan here, right? Because we know the roster. We know what it looks like. This isn't a team built to win a Super Bowl. Are they competitive? Absolutely. They always are. Look what they did last year. They'd defense always, is okay. Their defense is fantastic. Yeah. They, their defense is great, cool. right? But the, it's still, you know... Ryan Tannehill is solid, right? He's solid. He's not a stud, though. Not, not anymore. Derek, we know this is a run game offense, yeah. right? That they're always going to run the ball. They're always going to be competitive, you know. But to make that type of financial commitment to give Ryan Tannehill another weapon, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Or Will Levis, if they decide well, to go to him at the end of the season. I think what they're doing is they're trying to correct the wrong. And what I mean by that, mm-hmm. the wrong was A.J. Brown. Mm. So they're trying to correct it because they realize when we Matt. let A.J. Brown leave, uh-oh, 
this team completely bottomed out. Yep. That's that's what I think. Yeah, and Trey, Traylon Burks is, is coming around. He's still, I mean, he's not A.J. Brown. They have not found that replacement just yet. And and obviously Hopkins can come in here and, and, and be that distraction from the run game a little bit and give them another option there. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see where Hop winds up. But for now, it's just the Patriots and the Titans. Diana Rossini, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN, NFL reporter extraordinaire. What are the best landing spots for the biggest named NFL free agents still available, KJM? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio are presented by Progressive Insurance, and it's time to play fill-in-the-blank. Nuno! All right, guys, we're going to play fill-in-the-blank, the best landing spots for these remaining NFL free agents. And, Key, we'll start with DeAndre, Hap- DeAndre Hopkins, fill-in-the-blank. Where's the best landing spot for him? You know, as I start to look around, I start thinking in my mind, is it a team like the San Francisco 49ers? Can they use a DeAndre Hopkins? They certainly know him. He's been in the division. They understand who he is. They don't have this type of wide receiver. Yes, they got Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is a, 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 a guy who's a Swiss Army knife. Then when you look at Ayuk, Ayuk is not this guy. They got Kittles at the tied end position. I think that's a good spot for him, man. It just depends on the economics. I like that spot. I'll go with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, knowing that they got digs and that they hopefully have resolved that issue, uh, knowing that you got Gabe Davis, but I, I think he has a, a different dimension to that offense. I think for a guy like Josh Allen, that should get them over the hump. Man, I'm going to say Giants. I, I wish I think that if you need to find about a, about Daniel Jones, go get him a, a, an alpha receiver. Whatever he has left, it's still more than the other guys on that team. And they got Waller, and they got speed and everything. Go get a 50-50 ball. Just throw it in his vicinity, and he'll catch it, guy. Find out a little bit more about Daniel Jones. Yeah, the, the Giants is an interesting one, but they address the position in the offseason, they drafted, mm-hmm. they signed yep. free agents, they brought in Campbell, they got Waller, the kid Hodges emerged a year ago for him. So I think they like the, the youth there. I think they like speed, too, it seems to me. They like fast guys, and that's not Hopkins. By the way, I would have said the Ravens before OBJ, you know, but maybe even the Ravens now because there's a lot of injury risk on that team. Six receivers, man. You can't yeah. go seven. But maybe out of the six, you really got three when they miss all those games. <laughs> Money. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, next one up. Dalvin Cook, key, fill in the blank. The best landing spot for Cook is? The Denver Broncos. I think when you look at what Sean Payton wants to do, he wants to get back to early age Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, play defense, let him manage the football, and run the ball extremely well. You go back to Drew Brees, and what Drew Brees always had every single year in New Orleans when he was cooking the way he was cooking is they could run the football. That, that's Sean Payton. He wants to run the football and do those things. What did Russell Wilson have early Seattle? They ran the football. He got a lot of the credit, but it was about defense and Marshawn Lynch. That certainly, if they can land him, that'll help him a lot. Hi, can I give you one key and just have you pick your brain on it? Like the Miami Dolphins. Have me pick my brain. Yeah, that. Like, that, why, 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 like, you know, I, I keep hearing everybody talk about, but just understanding that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, I mean, I just feel like that combination with Dalvin Cook gives him an extra punch. Especially with the way he catches the ball out of the backfield, right? Again, that, that is a huge plus for the Miami Dolphins. If they decided that Dalvin Cook, he was linked to them early on yep, doing trade talks and whatnot, that could certainly be a landing spot for him. We are now in the month of June, headed into July. They still have time to get it done. Mm. I mean, it's, it's still early. People are on vacation right now. Yeah, I was going to say Dolphins. I mean, if there's interest there and you have a, an offensive mind like Mike McDaniel is the head coach, uh, Another weapon like that. Look, if Tua stays healthy, they get Dalvin Cook. They're as good a Super Bowl pick as any. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one up, Ezekiel Elliott. <clears throat> Fill in the blank key. The best landing spot for Zeke is? He never took off. The Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Go right back to Dallas. You're going to take a pay cut. We all know that. Get a little incentive-laced contract that makes some of the money up. But if you pair him back with Pollard and they sign Ronald Jones in free agency, which is basically the third back, Ezekiel Elliott slides right back into his position. He's no longer the feature back, but he's also a guy who can contribute. I think the Dallas Cowboys is a perfect situation for him. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? Behind Joe Mixon, beat that power back, gives him a great chance to win a Super Bowl. I mean, it seems like there's an opportunity there. If you're already splitting reps with, with Pollard, like why not do that with Joe Mixon and play with a guy like Joe Burrow? Yeah, Key convinced me of the Cowboys at a, at a, at a you know on a better deal a long time ago. I'll say Cowboys. All right, nothing on Cincinnati, Key. Don't think it would uh, be all right. I'm sorry, man. I was looking at the highlights. No, it's all good. Um, you think it would work? I think it would be good. The problem is, I'm, my familiarity is with Dallas. I got to put my ego aside and not feel like okay, they did me wrong. This is the way it goes. Go back to Dallas, prove yourself right and them wrong by going back up in there and doing exactly what you did last year, but even better, mm. and, and get to the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, and it'll be different for you. Cincinnati's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but you, you gotta, it's too much. I don't need to do anything. Just be in shape and walk right into Dallas. I know the system. Mm. All right, next player, Marcus Peters. Fill in the blank key. Best landing spot for Marcus Peters is? You know, this is a tough one because he is certainly on the other side of 30 years old at the cornerback position. He he needs to go somewhere to where they're looking for depth. Is he still a starter in this league? Probably. I don't know that he's a starter on a Super Bowl caliber team that's already stacked. He may want to go somewhere that's looking for a third corner, a fourth corner, and some veteran leadership. And I don't know right off the top of my head which team that would be for him. Maybe that's Buffalo. That's- but like if if you guys are talking about Ezekiel Elliott knowing schemes, like if he's such if he's such a ball hawk, then like why just not stay in Baltimore? Like why not take a one year deal, stay there? 
Yeah. You know the I mean, system. I, I get, you know I everything guess, around it. Take a one-year deal. It's the Ezekiel Elliott argument. But when you've had injuries and stuff like that, and they're starting to – they want to go younger at the cornerback position and you still feel you can play, is it a money situation or is it a championship caliber situation? Like, what are you, what are you looking, looking for? for? I know Peters has been uh, rumored to, for the Raiders, right? There's still a lot of interest there. Well, yeah, uh, because of because of the, well the Oakland and yeah, Oakland growing up in the Bay, the whole deal. It's close, you know. Everybody wants to do that. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> All right, Jadavion Clowney, key fill in the blank. Where's the best landing spot for Clowney? You know, I'd like to see him stay right in Cleveland. I really would. I think. You know, you you got Miles Garrett on one side, and if you can be that other guy on the other end, now remember he's still he's still making up economics. He's never gotten a huge deal, so I'm sure for him in his mind, he still wants to try to chase the biggest possible goal that he can get. But I would stay in Cleveland if I was him. How about the Detroit Lions, though? I mean, it feels like Dan Campbell like they're a team on the up and up. Maybe an opportunity for him to get his bag. You feel like they're a couple of pieces away, maybe? They got yeah, a high-flying yeah, offense. Right they well, they could got, use a, they got, a defensive guy. Kinda, yeah, well, they got Hutchinson on the defensive yeah, side of the yeah. ball that they drafted, who, who's coming off the edge, who could do some stuff. Uh, they drafted the linebacker this year from Iowa. The defense is, is better. I, again, for me, I'm already in a situation where I'm familiar. Yeah, is the money going to make that big of a difference going somewhere else? If Cleveland wants him back, what's that number? You could stay in the division, go to Cincinnati. They've already taken Patrick Mahomes' left tackle, right? And they could beef up the defensive line. They don't have a great pass rush. Um, but if I could play opposite of Miles Garrett and I don't have to change city. Yeah, he's one of those guys not, at this point in his career, me, too. You're not giving yeah. me – if I'm offered five, you're not giving me 10 or 15, 15. or 20 to leave. Mm-hmm. It's not a sizable gap like that. There's no, it's yeah. no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And, and also okay. the point about when you're opposite an elite pass rusher – for a guy at this stage in his career, it makes a big difference. All right, last one. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, Miami signed uh, Mike White as their backup. So, Teddy Br- Bridgewater, quickly, guys, best landing spot I could, for him. I can't believe Teddy is still unavailable. <laughs> I- anybody that needs a backup. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody exactly. that needs a backup. I think of the best one. I mean, who's a little thin uh, at how about quarterback? The Bucks? I mean, go with the Bucks. Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield. Like, Might wind up situation. winning the job in, in yeah, Tampa. Go that situation. <laughs> Y'all funny. Y'all say he might wind up winning the child. He might. Yeah, he might. But anybody that needs a a veteran backup. So, guys, this caught my eye and caught New Orleans key. Derek Carr. There you go. Is Deion Sanders. They got uh, Jameis. They just paid yeah. Jameis. They, gave, oh, Teddy, they just gave him a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty good in the same system Jameis was running. Teddy Bridgewater reeled off a bunch of wins. But they just paid Jameis. Yeah. Um, all right, so Deion Sanders. Ready for this? Here's the question coming up. I get it. Deion Sanders, is he underpaid? Underpaid. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. It took must be the music and flipped it. <laughs> Let's turn it now on. You ever heard this, Jay? Money. Yeah. It's Deion Sanders. <laughs> prime, man. What made Prime come up with this, though? Because he's Prime. God. Because he's Prime. Prime Yo. say, let's, let's do it. You never thought about it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was such, he's, when you think of the greatest athletes ever, I know everyone uh, like defaults to Bo Jackson, right? Because Bo knows this. But Deion Sanders was a great baseball player for the games he played, and he was a great postseason player. And then he was... The greatest cornerback I ever saw. And then also, by the way, he could play offense. One of the most influential football players of all time? Yes. Deion Sanders, yes. Has to be. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Okay. 100%. Yeah. He it, it, it just – I know you said the football, the game in general. but Athletes. His, but, it, no, I'm saying his position, everybody wanted to be prime. That's what I'm saying. Everybody prime. wanted to be prime. Literally, professional athletes – Wanted to be prime that played that position. I would be in games, Jay, and you know me, I talk that talk. Man, I used to, Ray Buchanan, I'll say the names because Boo will tell you. I used to cuss his ass out and be like, you blankety blank prime, da 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 da. Ashley Ambrose. I mean, I could go on and on and on at the DB position. I'm like, y'all not prime? Ty Law, I tell Ty, I used to tell Ty, we get our little, I mean, you ain't Deion, Sam Madison, all of them, pass their time. But they styles, they they mimic his style to a degree. Mm. It, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They wasn't him, though, but yeah, absolutely. If I had to start, like, there are, there are a million great quarterbacks. This one's as good as that one, whatever. If I'm starting a team from scratch ever, he's my nut. After Lawrence Taylor, I'm taking Deion Sanders. Fred Smoot thought he was prime. Like, a lot of yeah. them just, yeah. they just, he did something different. You know? He, he just was, did something different. He was. I played on the offensive side of the ball. It was talking smack like prime. You know, high-stepping, <laughs> doing all type of stuff. But, you know. Deion Sanders, there were reports when he wound up uh, uh, in Dallas, sorry, in San Francisco, that in practice he would take it easy with Jerry Rice. Probably so. Greatest running, greatest receiver well, who ever Deion lived. Deion was different, though. As a player. He I still mean, is was, different. But see, so, people look what he's realize, doing at Denver. But people don't realize. I mean, Colorado. People don't realize how big he was, though. Like, size-wise. Yeah. They think he was like a normal 5'10 corner. Like, no, prime, every bit of six, one and a half. So the reason we're talking about Deion Sanders is the question is, is he underpaid? <laughs> now, what I'm about to tell you, I can't verify these numbers, but I saw a very interesting tweet from Boyce Watkins, Ph.D., Wealth is Power. This is at Dr. Boyce Watkins 1 is the Twitter account, is the handle. Five reasons why Deion Sanders is getting robbed by the University of Colorado. Now, think about that. What? Deion Sanders makes $5 million a year? Okay. Number one, the economic value of the university's horrific corporate brand, according to Dr. Watkins, easily rose by $500 million. 
once Dion made them one of the hottest brands in college football. Key, let's say it's not $500 million. Let's say it's a gross exaggeration. It's $200 million, right? But the point is it's some very large number. It's some number that is many, many, many multiples of his salary. That's easy to believe. Okay. Two, Colorado sold out their entire season for the first time in 27 years. That's worth millions. Three, student body enrollment, merchandise sales, concessions, and parking will add millions to the school's annual revenue. Annual revenue is what I was trying to say. Dwarfing Dion's, quote, tiny $5 million a year. And remember what I said. Once SC leaves the Pac-12 and goes to the Big Ten, Colorado becomes my number one team out west in college football. For me, I'm a fan. I'll be a fan. I'll be at the games and all that. Number four, University of Colorado's annual budget, this is the least convincing to me, is $2.14 billion, which means they can pay Dion's entire annual salary with just a day's spending. To me, that's less convincing than the other stuff because so far we're talking about all the revenue that he's adding, right? Mm-hmm. Not what their total number is to run the entire university. And five, Colorado's ticket prices shot through the roof. The cheapest tickets that uh, Boyce Watkins could find were between four hundred fifteen and twelve hundred dollars each. Nobody wanted these tickets last year. Dion isn't just a great coach; he's a five hundred million dollar brand. So this wasn't a hire; this was a corporate acquisition. If I could buy a business that cost me just five million a year to operate and earn an extra eighty to hundred million a year, it'd be a no brainer. Damn, ticket prices went up. I gotta add, make sure Prime give me some seats, man. I can't. I'm not going there paying four fifteen. So, <laughs> you think he's underpaid? Yeah, I do. I so, the, so every college coach pretty much is underpaid. Like, well, Nick's, they haven't had this kind of effect. Is Nick Saban underpaid? Probably, but but Dion is going. He's like, how many how many do they seat in Colorado? I'm, I'm just. What are we talking? Uh, is Kirby Smart underpaid? Like, 50, so all these coaches are, are underpaid. Fifty, maybe. So let's say fifty thousand seats. Even if ticket prices go up fifty bucks a pop, there something go, like there that. There you go. So it's forty seven thousand a spring record. So fifty thousand, yeah, give or take. Yeah, if they go up take. fifty bucks a pop, it's a quarter million dollars a game. Is he underpaid? Not yet. Sorry, what I say? It's two point five million a game. Not yet. He's not underpaid. He's yet. not underpaid yet. Not yet. Once he starts to win and and, and and deliver some stuff, then certainly he'll have to address his contract situation. This is what comes with Prime, though. Look what he did at Jackson State. He was able to go in there, change things around, ticket prices, the revenue stream, all of those sort of things, merchandising, just everything. Then eventually. It became Jackson State became a household name in college football, and they started getting notoriety on television, everything. And this not, is the same thing for Colorado. I'm not arguing that. Like, I think anytime it's not like and every Colorado dollar might leave the Pac-12 conference well, as well. Well, yeah, he makes it more attractive to another conference, one million percent. for sure. Oh, and, and so, yes. and so, and so the by the way, drives. maybe by a million percent, maybe by some absurd number. Yeah, right? There's no question that there's no question that all everything that. Dr. Watkins is talking about makes sense. We can't verify the numbers to a T, but we're not. I'm not trying to argue that the university isn't entitled to capture a lot of the additional value he brings. Presumably, that's why you hire any employee, because they bring value to your business. And the business ought to be able to capture or the institution ought to be able to capture some of that value. But. The numbers, the point he's making here, I yeah. think, is the numbers are so huge yes. that at five million a year, you got to steal. That's yeah. a steal. I, I don't know. But if, you can make the case that, like, at eleven million dollars a year, Georgia yeah. has to steal with Kirby Smart. I, I agree. Like Nick Saban has to steal. So, like, I mean, uh, Harbaugh, the coach of Michigan last year, got to a championship game, only makes a million dollars more 
than Deion Sanders. But the problem is, so, the problem is that for Colorado, Colorado was a dog of a program for many, many years. Yes. After recycling coaches and coaches and coaches, he brought a different enthusiasm to the program. So those numbers are going to be inflated to a whole nother level. Yeah, it's not two, like an SEC powerhouse that's always going to get a great coach. Yeah, two to three yeah. years from now, let's see what those numbers are. And if he's winning and doing what he's going to do, he's going to be at the top of the heat for you know coaches being paid, and he should be. Saban, Kirby Smart, Harbaugh, all these guys are going to programs that where it's not hard for them to attract top hard, coaches and top players. Dion went to a place and that, that's in the doldrums, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's a powerhouse money generator. Money. He didn't really have a choice, though, where he can go, though. Not a lot. But Colorado is going to be all right. No, no I, it's going to be okay, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think Colorado is going to be all right. Which players... Who are we not talking about in the NBA draft? Who are destined to be stars? There's usually a couple. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.